It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Society of Panthers Wire hitting you guys back up. It is Thursday, July 12th, 2016, closing in on another week in the books. And we're less than two weeks now from the start of training camp. We're down to just 13 days. Hope you guys are getting ready and are pumped up. I know I'm excited. I know I've been saying it a lot over the last few days and whatnot, just, I'm, I'm just so ready for football to be back. I mean, it's such a long off season, you know, it, it's almost like you, you don't know what to do with yourself for six, seven months before actual live football is back on our TV. So it's going to be really nice to see all the teams back in training camp and actually just see some live hitting and it's going to be great. I, I miss it so much. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So we're going to continue our look through the last few draft classes of the Carolina Panthers. So today we are going to move on to the 2016 NFL draft class of the Carolina Panthers. And just like the 2015 class, it only featured five players, but definitely not as strong as what 2015 has produced so far. Still pretty solid to this point, but 2015 definitely has the edge right now. So let's start. First pick, 30th overall, Vernon Butler, defensive tackle out of Louisiana Tech. Um, You know, two seasons in, Butler really hasn't... really hasn't lived up to... And I'm not saying this is a knock, but, you know, being a first-round pick, I think there's still room for him to grow. Um, obviously, part of that was the fact that he's still playing behind K1 Short, and, you know, in the past, Starlo Tulele, now he's going to play behind Dontari Poe. Um, he also has yet to play a full 16-game season. He played 10 games in 2016, registered one and a half sacks, 13 tackles, and then last season played... 14 games, no sacks, and 13 tackles. So in total, he only has 26 tackles and just one and a half sacks in 24 career games. You know, he is entering his third season, so hopefully this is going to be kind of his... He could start to see him break out a little bit. You know, we always talk about kind of the third year, third year breakout season for a lot of players throughout the league. 
So hopefully, especially for somebody like Butler, like obviously all these guys are going into their third year, but especially a guy like Butler, the first round pick, hopefully he can really make himself more into the rotation, especially with how kind of thin this defensive tackle rotation is. So I think he's definitely going to be someone that you're going to have to keep an eye on uh, throughout the season. Second round is probably right now the the best spot so far for the Carolina Panthers as that is where they have or that is where they selected current starting cornerback James Bradbury, 62nd overall out of Sanford. In fact, if you recall, of course, this is where they took not one, not two, but three cornerbacks in the draft. And it started with Bradbury at number one and Obviously, he's really, really developed, really took a big step forward in year two. Uh, rookie season, started thir- played and started in 13 games, so he missed three. He had uh, two interceptions and 59 tackles, and then really came through last season, starting all 16 games plus the playoff game. Uh, had two interceptions in the regular season, one sack, and 85 tackles. Um, you know, really, like I said, really has stepped up as probably right now the best cornerback, you know, really kind of helped fill in the hole that was left after the Panthers decided not to bring back Josh Norman. So, you know, especially last season when someone like Darrell Worley wasn't exactly you know, didn't have the greatest, didn't really have the greatest season, and now he's obviously no longer with the team. Bradbury has kind of really had to step up. And, again, he's done a, a fantastic job. You know, he, uh, now granted, pro football focus may not have ranked him very well. He actually only ranked 109th out of all qualifying cornerbacks. But I know there's a lot of people out there that don't hold pro football focus too close to heart. Um, You know, obviously it's a great service, but it's not the be-all, end-all. You know, you you could... I I would still sit here and say Bradbury has, has played well in his first two seasons, and by all accounts, he's just been continuing his growth throughout the spring so you know I I think this is going to be you know this is certainly an important year third year second and really third year as a starter so like we talked about with Butler the possibility of a a big breakout is there especially when you know you've got a competition for the other cornerback spots so you might start to see a lot more action go Bradbury's way so I think um I think it's pretty imperative that Bradbury continues his growth, continues to show his excellent play, you know, especially, you know, obviously in such a, a, a tough division where you're, you're competing not just amongst the Saints and the Falcons, but you're competing against so many other teams in the NFC just to fight for a playoff spot. I mean, I've said on numerous occasions 
you know, the, the path to the playoffs is, is going to be extremely difficult, I think. You know, not, not saying, you know, I still expect them to win probably about 10 games, maybe 11. But, again, just the, the competition just among their division with the Saints and the Falcons and then, of course, the rest of the NFC, you know, it, it's, it's going to be very difficult. And Bradbury is going to have to be one of the key cogs or continue to be one of the key cogs if the Panthers are to have any hope of reaching the playoffs again this season. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Speaking of Darrell Worley, he, of course, was the next pick for the Panthers, 77th overall out of West Virginia, Uh, 2016. Played in 16 games, started 11 of them, recorded 87 tackles, uh, one sack, one interception. And then 2017, played in 15 games, started 14 of them, had two interceptions, 63 tackles, and one sack. But you can cert- like like we talked about just before, it would, overall it wasn't the greatest season for Daryl Worley, and then, of course, he eventually got traded to the Philadelphia Eagles for wide receiver Torrey Smith. Then things start to went sour, of course. Um, Worley was arrested for uh, a police altercation, so obviously word got out, and then the Eagles just decided it wasn't worth it for... Uh, you know, a cornerback of his caliber, so they just cut him loose, and he eventually signed with the uh, the Oakland Raiders. You know, so he's pro- he's likely going to add a little bit of depth piece. He's just really going to be more of a, of a depth piece there, I think, in Oakland behind guys like um, guys like Gary on Conley. Uh, actually just trying to bring up his bring up Oakland's roster right now real quick you know so you got guys like Gary Conley and Leon Hall Sharice Wright remember they the Raiders draft a lot of older veterans too so Worley likely is going to be one of those guys who uh, is just going to be a depth piece most likely for the Raiders so Essentially, the Daryl Worley pick was obviously a bit of a bust, lasting only two seasons as a third-round pick. Then you get to their third cornerback selected in the draft, 141st overall in round five, Zach Sanchez 
out of Oklahoma. And Sanchez has just been riddled with injuries. He was a, another one of those players that, unfortunately, injuries have kind of messed up his hopes in the NFL. Um, well, first started not necessarily due to uh, to injuries, but he didn't make the the final roster. He was actually stashed on the practice squad as a rookie, then was elevated to the or to the active roster uh, about five weeks October. Ended up playing in five games, started one of them, uh, and had eight total tackles. That was about the only stats he registered. And then uh, and then the injuries started to, to pile on, or at least the bouncing around started to pile on. A uh, groin injury caused him to be placed on in injured reserve around Thanksgiving of 2016. Then he was waived injured, uh, basically final cutting, and of course went unclaimed, so he, he landed on injured reserve for the Panthers and was then released about a week later, then signed back with the Panthers practice squad middle of October, and ended up spending the season there. Signed a future, a reserve futures contract uh, this past January, but then once again in May, waived injured by the Panthers, placed on injured reserve. So that's essentially right now where Zach Sanchez stands right now. He's another one of those guys who uh, has spent more time on injured reserve than he has actually on the on the field or on the practice squad. So tough, tough break for you know unfortunate circumstances there for uh, Zach Sanchez. You know you, you hate to see injuries ruin a career like that you know hopefully he you know maybe he gets another shot but time will tell in that aspect and then finally their seventh round pick number 252 overall so just shy of mr irrelevant bo sandland tight end out of montana state and spent uh, spent twenty spent about half of 2016 on the Panthers practice squad. He was another one of the those players that were part of the final cuts. Uh, so spent about two months on the practice squad. Was cut in November. Then signed with the Green Bay Packers practice squad, and then eventually signed a futures contract with them after after the Packers were eliminated from the playoffs and then was placed in a span of about five days in August was placed on injured reserve and then released from injured reserve now he is currently part of the Arizona Cardinals uh, will he will he last with the Cardinals I don't know. Uh, you've got guys like, of course, they're obviously very high on Ricky Seals-Jones, who had a bit of a breakout season last year. Uh, you still have Jermaine Gresham in the mix. 
They also signed two college rookies, prizing to see Sandland get cut again. So that was just kind of one of those, you know, take a flyer in the seventh round, but obviously didn't exactly pan out. So overall, 2016, you know, again, it's, it's a decent class because you've got a kid in Butler that's still part of the defensive tackle rotation. You've got a starting cornerback in Bradbury, but... You know, right now, I mean, I guess you can count Sanchez still being, you know, on injury reserve. But effectively, you've only got two players that are actually contributing to this team out of this 2016 class. So with that, we'll wrap things up here. Um, one more of these to go tomorrow on Friday to wrap things up. It'll be the 2017 class. You know, so obviously a little bit to talk about there. Uh, obviously already some ups and downs with this class. So it'll be intriguing to kind of dive into this one and see where these guys are at. So that's tomorrow to wrap up the week. Uh, as always, thanks so much for tuning in here to the Locked On Panthers podcast. Really do appreciate it as always. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C. E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks as always, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time right here on L-O-P. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.